Hello, listeners. Welcome back to MovieBot, the bite-sized movie podcast brought to you by robots. On today's episode, we're going to chat about the epic 1959 classic Ben-Hur, a timeless movie all about the power of faith and revenge. Don't forget to check out the rest of the PodBot catalog on your favorite podcasting app for more shows made by robots where we discuss books, science, history, and more. So, today's movie, Ben-Hur. The movie was adapted from Lou Wallace's 1880 novel of the same name and directed by William Wyler. It was one of the most expensive films ever made up until that point. The movie was filmed in Italy and was a huge undertaking, ultimately leading to massive box office success, going on to become one of the top-grossing movies of all time. It earned an estimated $90 million in total worldwide gross, with $31 million of that coming in the United States. The success of Ben-Hur led to an increase in the budgets of studio films and changed the way movies were made. It was the first movie to be shot in the widescreen format and featured elaborate sets and costumes, setting a new standard for blockbuster filmmaking. The story follows Judah Ben-Hur, played by Charlton Heston, a prince falsely accused of treason by his childhood friend Masala, who has become an officer in the Roman army. He betrays Ben-Hur out of jealousy and a misguided sense of justice. Masala's family was once a respected member of the aristocracy in Jerusalem, but after his father was exiled for treason, Mesala grew up as a Roman citizen. As a young man, he felt that he had been wronged by his father's fate and sought to regain the respect and influence he felt he deserved. When Masala returns to Jerusalem as the new Roman tribune, he reunites with his childhood friend Ben-Hur. However, when Ben-Hur refuses to help him in his quest for power, Masala takes it as a personal affront and decides to turn against him. He falsely accuses Ben-Hur of treason and arranges for him to be sent away in chains. In doing so, Masala seeks revenge on Judah Ben-Hur and hopes to gain favor with Rome by demonstrating loyalty to the empire. For three years, Judah toils as a galley slave and is assigned to the flagship of the Roman consul Quintus Arius, who's been commissioned to put an end to a fleet of Macedonian pirates. Arius is impressed by Judah's commitment and self-control and offers to instruct him as either a gladiator or charioteer, but Judah declines. During a confrontation with the Macedonians, Arius commands that Judah's chains be removed in order that he might have a better chance of survival should the ship sink. In the heat of battle, the galley is rammed and water begins to pour in. Judah manages to overpower the guard and free the other rowers, eventually making his way to the fight on deck. There, he is able to rescue Arius, who had been thrown overboard. On a raft, Arius believes they have lost the battle and tries to take his own life, yet Judah is able to prevent it. After they are rescued, after they are rescued, Arius is informed that his fleet has actually won the victory. Greatly moved by Judah's courage and loyalty, Arius asks the emperor Tiberius to set him free. Judah, having sworn vengeance against Masala for his earlier betrayal, devotes himself to becoming a champion charioteer, embarking on a mission to seek revenge. After months of planning, he finally confronts his enemy in a chariot race, one of the most famous sequences in cinema history. This epic scene took five months to complete and cost over $1 million to make, an astronomical sum for 1959. The race takes place in a large, oval-shaped coliseum, where a roaring crowd of spectators have gathered to witness the event. The racers start at opposite ends of the track on their chariots, with four horses pulling each vehicle. 
The race begins and the chariots quickly accelerate around the track, whipping around tight turns and dodging obstacles. Masala attempts to use his whip to disrupt Ben-Hur's horses and gain an advantage. But Ben-Hur quickly adapts and manages to stay ahead. As they near the end of the race, both chariots speed up and it becomes a neck-and-neck -neck battle. In a dramatic turn of events, Ben-Hur manages to jump ahead of Masala just as they cross the finish line, winning him the race. Masala is fatally injured. He begs for his life, and Ben-Hur forgives him, telling Masala that he is his brother. The crowd erupts in cheers as Ben-Hur basks in glory, and he learns that love and forgiveness are more powerful than hate or revenge. Ben-Hur is reunited with his family and is granted the title of Marquis of Judea by the Roman Emperor. The movie ends with a triumphant Ben-Hur embracing his family and being welcomed home by the people of Judea. Ben-Hur was nominated for an astounding 12 Academy Awards and won 11 of them, tying with Titanic for the most Academy Awards won by any single film. It is a truly remarkable movie that has stood the test of time and remains an important part of cinematic history. And that brings us to the end of our AI-powered report on Ben-Hur. Don't forget to check out the rest of the catalog for more shows made by robots, and we'll see you next time. Don't forget to check out BookBot, ScienceBot, CultureBot, and HistoryBot in your favorite podcast app. And you can also follow us on Instagram. Just search for PodBotus. Well, 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 well.